welcome to day 21 of the Critics Not Cynics 31 Days of Horror Spectacular. And on today's episode, we're going to be talking about the 2017 movie Talon Falls. And this is another one, as you've seen the trend with the last few of these episodes, that was put out by uh, Terror Films. I've been really kind of impressed with some of their independent horror. And uh, this one is is kind of a little bit of a mixed bag. It's got some really good moments and it's got some just not so good moments. Um, so before we get into it, we're going to talk about the premise here. And it's four teenagers on a road trip decide to take a detour and find themselves at a haunted house Halloween screen park deep in the woods of southern Kentucky. After witnessing an assortment of torture and gore, they start wondering if they are experiencing if what they are experiencing is not a little too realistic. Before they know it, each one of them is captured and made part of the horrific attraction they originally thought was all fun and games. All right, guys, we're going to go ahead and play the trailer here for you. Now, I want you to try and tell us everything that happened. Anything you can remember. I can't remember. We need your help so we can find your other friends. guys let's kind of dive into this one this one is also streaming on amazon prime for free and it is a little bit of a lower budget one although i'd say it's definitely got more of a budget than the previous movie we talked about the barn um one little interesting uh tidbit that i did find when looking at the at this movie um that it's actually shot at an actual halloween horror attraction uh, Talon Falls Screen Park in Graves County, Kentucky. So I, I really like this kind of trend that we're seeing in horror where they are using some of these horror attractions as settings for their movies. I think that that's very clever. It's a built-in set. Uh, you've got built-in actors for, you know, your scare actors. So, And it also leads um, to a little bit of sense of credibility with the... Um, with the atmosphere of the movie. So like when they show up to the park, it's booming and popping with people. It's popular. It's got lights. It's got attractions. It, it it feels like a real kind of Halloween haunt attraction. Um, so this is what I liked about, you know, hell house, uh, the kind of the feeling of Hellfest. um, what I wish blood fest would have been more like. So, this is, I think, an aspect of, of horror that 
uh, more filmmakers are starting to or should start to take more advantage of because I think it will um, allow a level of, of authenticity to kind of bleed through on the movie. So that is an aspect about this one that I really liked. Now, what I didn't quite like or what didn't quite work for me were our characters. Um, so much so that I can't even tell you when looking at their, their IMDb, um, I can't even tell you who played who and who were our main characters' names. Um, so that's always a huge, uh, huge problem in this movie. If I can't, or with any movie, if I can't latch onto those characters, if I don't find them interesting enough or, um, captivating or drawing me in or feeling like I can identify with them in some aspect, uh, I think that that really hurts a film. I do believe our main character's name is Lindsay played by Morgan Wiggins, um, but it, basically you have a two, two couples, um, and they're, I know the premise said teenagers, but they're more, um, college age, uh, kids that are on their fall break. They're from Nashville. They're coming up to go camp in Kentucky and they stop off at a gas station and you have the creepy kind of gas station attendant type character show up and and suggests that they go check out this this Halloween haunt. Um, so this has a little bit uh, when you when you watch the movie, it feels a little bit more of like a, a Texas Chainsaw Massacre type film, whereas you have kind of these people within the community that are acting in this way of where they kind of abduct uh, travelers, uh, passerbys, and and do whatever they will. Um, so. I, I kind of appreciate that. It definitely has that feel a little bit. So, um, again, like what, what really works with this one is the attraction, the setting. I do kind of like the premise a little bit. So, um, some of you might wonder like, well, if they are killing these people, how are they still getting guests? Well, my my basic thought about what they're doing is that they only target people from out of town and they only target people who are basically small groups. Like you never see more than um, probably like the, the main characters themselves, no more than a group of four truly being abducted and then being used as part of the um, the attraction. Now. This movie starts in media res, so, I mean, it really kind of starts near the end of the actual movie. We see Lindsay. She's running off in the woods. She's being chased. She comes across a car. She's, you know, telling the driver that her friends are all dead, that they need to go get the cops. And then uh, she ends up waking up, and she's got kind of a bandage over her eyes, and she's got a doctor there asking her, hey, what happened? What the police are on their way. What can we, uh, what can you tell us about what happened? So she recounts for us, the audience, the story of everything that occurred. And, um, I, I do like that concept of they, they isolate, uh, the group of four and they basically funnel them to where they need to, to abduct them. 
and then to cage them. And then there is basically you have a gatekeeper who, once an alarm starts going off, goes and grabs the next victim and puts them in the next attraction. So you have all your kind of your um, regular people, your town locals or what have you, uh, coming and, and visiting the attraction and watching these and thinking that all these people are scare actors. And of course, no one's going to question a different person being in the seat because uh, that unless that person's going through multiple times, it, they're not ever going to know that it's a different person in that chair. Um, so I, I think that's a really kind of clever aspect that they went with this. But other than that... Um, it kind of falls a little flat for me. Like I said, the characters aren't really that endearing. They don't have any characteristics that make me identify or feel sympathetic towards. They're all kind of jerky people from the get go. Like even Lindsay is not really the greatest. Like she's kind of got her boyfriend wrapped around her finger and kind of standoffish. And then you have the other couple who's kind of more just, um, for lack of a better term, kind of white trashy. Uh, they're, you know, not really upstanding people or people like in the, and we have those, in, those type of characters in horror films, but they're usually offset by, uh, are balanced out by our main characters, the characters we want to see survive through to the end of the movie. And the boyfriend is kind of just, you know, a little too easy, uh, like a pushover. And um, and yet at the same time, like not really caring about what his significant other wants. So they're they're very one dimensional. Um, they're not even uh, I guess maybe two dimensional is probably the better term, but they're definitely not three dimensional. Like they're not well-rounded characters. They're not well-written characters. It seems like the writer and director uh, Joshua Shreve was just going for the aspect of the the attraction and what the villains of the story are doing. So this is also a relatively short movie. It's only an hour and 14 minutes. Uh, and I think that much like with uh, The Barn, or not The Barn, was it The Barn? Not uh, It wasn't The Barn. It was one of the other ones I've recommended this month that was a little bit shorter. It could have been... Um, maybe having it could have had maybe an extra 10 minutes 10 or 20 minutes that kind of gave us more character background developed them showed more interaction with them uh made us you know feel like these people are real people and that we wouldn't want to see them um meet an unfortunate end so i that's my main criticism about this film uh, it does have some really uh, moments that kind of get me on on cringe, but like not because it's bad, but because it like it's stuff that really gets me in horror, like uh, fingernails. You have a, a scene where um, I think it's the boyfriend of Lindsay is uh, down in a chair, and you have the uh, the torturer basically ripping off his big toenail, and that's always stuff that gets me, and it gets me kind of ugh. You know, it's just not something I want to see on screen. So I, I have to give it credit for that. The um, it's shot very well and it's shot very competently. The low budget really only kind of shows in the acting and in the uh, pr- practical effects. Although for the most part, uh, the practical effects are pretty good. 
Uh, I'm looking at kind of the guy that's in the electric chair. looks really good. Um, the toenail scene is, is really, uh, really good. And there are some other kind of moments, uh, that are, are impressive in my opinion. And so I, uh, I really appreciated that, but at the same time, like some of the other stuff that they try to do, like, I don't even, I miss it every time I try to watch the, or every time I do watch this movie, what happens to the boyfriend's eye Cause like, it looks like he's burned, but I don't ever remember. And I might've looked away at the moment. I might've gotten up to get something and missed it again. But like, it's almost like he's got been burned or like, you know, electrified right around his eye region on his, I think it's his left or his right eye. And so I, I really, um, some of the makeup's good. Some of the makeup's not good. Uh, the, I like the, uh, the scare actors, like their, their costumes are fantastic. The like kind of crazed doctor who, uh, you might've heard in the trailers, there's knives like kind of sharpening each other. Uh, he's got this really kind of leather face again, going back to Texas Chainsaw Massacre, leather face type mask, um, where it's like human skin stitched, but it's different faces. And then it's like on like where his forehead is, it's basically like there's a nostril and then it's so to basically a regular part of a face. And then, you know, the other sides are all different parts of, of the human face. So I, I really, I like his design and I like his costume. So I have to give it kudos for that. Um, it's not overly bad, but it's definitely a movie that can be forgettable. I I've watched it a couple times now and things kind of, I remembered uh, from the previous time I watched this. I think I watched it shortly after Halloween last year for the first time. Um, but enough of it's just kind of like, oh, yeah, OK, that's something you can just kind of forget about. Um, it's not too um, it, it doesn't stick with you a whole lot after you watch it. I'm already kind of forgetting um, certain aspects about the movie, but I, I do appreciate certain things about it. Like I said, the fact that it takes place at an actual Halloween attraction, it wins a lot of points for that. Um, it, it's got some decent effects. It's got some really good killer costumes and it's got a nice little twist ending, but I don't, I don't think, um, it's hidden well enough. The twist, I think if you're paying attention very closely, uh, you will have it figured out, uh, from the very beginning. So, uh, it, it's a little telegraphed and I wish it weren't. And I hope me saying that's not going to spoil it for you, but, uh, I, I would definitely watch this again. I think I might watch it with a couple friends and if, you know, just to have on in the background, uh, it's definitely one I'll probably play on, um, when I go to sleep at night, since as most of you know, I go to sleep to horror films. Um, it's, just a little flat. It could have used a little more um, tension. It could have used a little more story. Uh, it could have gone in like I would have appreciated more of an explanation as to why not only did they target this group of kids, but why they're doing this in general. And I do. There is one particular uh, scene and set that I do enjoy a lot when Lindsay is uh, on the on her way out or trying to escape. Uh, she ends up basically in the body pit and there's just all these bodies. Now, my only thing against that is that like you would think with that many bodies, people would be investigating. But again, I think at the same time, they're only taking 
small groups of people and they're all uh, out of towners and people from various parts of the United States that have maybe come to visit this park or just were passing through and then get directed to the park. And therefore, um, no one is quite aware of them disappearing because people go, you know, disappearing all the time. So, uh, I think that's going to do it for this one. Uh, my review score on it's going to be a three out of five. It could have used some improvement, could have used more character development, but it's still fairly solid, even if a little bit forgettable afterwards, but there will be some moments that stick with you after the film. All right, guys, well, we'll see you on day 22.